Hello, hello. Thank you for being here. I am thrilled to be doing this episode. My name is Nadia Felsch. I am an anti-diet nutritionist and also a certified intuitive eating counselor. That's quite a mouthful. (laughs) In this podcast, we explore the practical aspects of leaving the diet mentality behind and finding your own food and body freedom. So this episode is part two of a two-part series on how to feel better from the food that you eat. So if you haven't, go back and listen to part one first and then come back here. It's very important. One builds on the other. So in part one, for those of you who are meeting us at this point, we are at the point together, you know that we explored the really the most fundamental, the most critical aspect to non-diet nutrition, which is eating enough. We also looked at the most common obstacles that are stopping that from occurring. And and that is for everyone. That is such a common universal experience. This part, part two, is focusing more on what your experience of food actually is and providing you some tools to pay attention, to collect data, love data, and refine. Because at the core, at the very core, Feeling better from the food that you eat is knowing what foods feel like for you on an individual basis. You know, answers to questions like what's enjoyable for you? What helps fill you up? That's a really key thing to know. What helps you feel satiated? What makes you smile? And I mean more than just on your face. What makes your tummy smile? What is enough of a certain type of food or a certain type of meal for you? They're really important answers to brilliant questions and that's at the core of feeling better is knowing what those answers are. And theory is important to a degree, but nothing, nothing, nothing beats. And in fact, nothing can replace your own experience. And that's why intuitive eating is so focused on you. It is putting you back at the center because it doesn't matter how much knowledge and how many degrees I attain, I will never know what helps fill you up. Not on that really personal subjective level, because it is subjective. We can talk about the nutrition specifics that help that happen for sure. And they're important to know. They're just not more important or only important. We also need to understand what helps fill us up in all kinds of circumstances. There is a lot to learn and there is a lot to learn from our brilliant bodies. And that's what this episode is about putting you back in touch with. So to help you explore this for yourself, because I want you to do more of what feels good for you. And therefore, as I said, you need to know what that is. So today in this episode, I'm sharing with you a brilliant tool. And it's one that you can actually start using like right now, like today, like the next time you eat. (laughs) How many likes can I say? So this tool is an invitation to you to chart your own hunger, fullness and satisfaction from food. So this is how it goes. And you might want to take some notes at this point. So if you want to pause, go grab pen and paper or digitally record it. Like I always say, if you're walking, especially if you're driving, maybe just look at the timestamp and come back when you're ready. So before you eat, what you would do is record where your hunger is at. And I would use a scale like zero to five, where zero is hangry, like get out of my way. (laughs) And five is not hungry. So that's before you eat. Just kind of make a note. 
just guess, just, just kind of make it up. It's your own subjective score. Then after you eat, you're going to record two different things. You're going to record first your fullness and you're going to use five to 10. So five is not full and 10 is very uncomfortably full. Like after a very big meal, got to take my pants off full. Okay. I would also include a reference here to satisfaction. And if you're not sure of what satisfaction even is, it is both inclusive of fullness. So that physicality, but it's also more. It's, it's that feeling when like food hits the spot and you're good. You can, you know, get on with it. So here you could use again, a zero to five. So zero would be, I'm not satisfied. And five would be maximum, you know, brilliant satisfaction. Repeat this kind of charting, I guess, let's call it for a few meals, a few snacks, maybe do it over a few days and compare. What data is there for you to learn from? What types of foods, this is really interesting, might be consistently supportive of those fullness and satisfaction numbers being higher, right? So maybe you notice that there's a particular thing that you include or a meal that gets those numbers to where you want them to be. Also taking note of what foods or what meals are not helping that happen. What patterns can you notice here? And, and because obstacles come up, if you are noticing that the stories that we, that we kind of covered in part one, there's stories about how bad you are, how bad these food choices are, any guilt that's going on for you, if that really is taking you away from your body so that in the moments that you're eating, it's really hard to even pay attention and again, that's something I covered in part one. What, what really needs to happen here is you will need to notice that that is happening. You will need to clock, hey, I'm not even in this meal. I don't even know if I'm full or satisfied. And you need to invite yourself to come back. And so here are some helpful prompts to do just that. Really what you are asking yourself to do, what you're, what you're trying to do is pay attention. It, this is mindfulness. So three really brilliant questions. You can keep these even on your phone while you're eating if you think that you're going to struggle with this. How does the food taste? Just ask yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed, there's guilt, there's noise, there's, I mean, internal noise. There might also be other noise. You're feeling overwhelmed with the thoughts about what you're doing. Just come back, take a deep breath. How does the food taste? Try and get really specific. What are the tastes? What are the different combinations and profiles of taste? Get nerd, get nerded out on taste. Another question is, does it meet your expectations? I love this question. Sometimes it doesn't, but it it gives you room to be curious and to pay attention. And another question to consider is, is this satisfying my taste buds? So these are questions, again, to just help bring you back. You could also just use them in general, but especially they're going to be powerful and helpful to keep you in the meal. Because what needs to happen for you to learn what feel, what feels good for you is you need the chance to play, to explore and to collect that data. It's all about the data. Remember, this is critical to know, to understand, just like all those brilliant things I talked about before, what fills you up? What about in this type of you know combination of meals? What helps you feel satiated? We need to understand that. So then you can also continue to build that signal reflexivity. So I mean, how much you're hungry, how much you're full, that gets stronger the more we pay attention. 
And we also keep building the trust. And this is especially critical the longer that you have been engaged with the diet mentality, because that means you've been ignoring these signals for a very long time. And or your neurodivergency might might make this part a lot harder to connect with. This, This is how to feel better from the food you eat. And now it's time to hear from you. So head on over to Instagram, send me a DM. I would love to hear about something you've noticed once you get into this, about your hunger, about your fullness, about your satisfaction. I would love to hear. For all of the links, the notes from this episode, head to my website, which is nadiafelsch.com forward slash podcast, or you could find that link in the podcast player that you're currently listening on. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time. Thank you.